Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast. And today we're going to be discussing conferences. That's right, people. Conferences. Whereas, you know, if it's in Las Vegas, it's at the Sands Dirty Expo. I emphasize it with the adjective dirty because Sands Expo at the Venetian is completely useless. Oh my God. I worked there on a number of occasions and the rudeness from those individuals. Oh my goodness gracious. Let's just say I am so grateful to be able to get out of that type of situation. I never went back to that nine to 10 years ago. I did not sell myself to the devil for money. <laughs> so nonetheless, guys, when we think about conferences, um, you know, if we look at, I, I, I don't know, telephone conferences, video conferences, in-person conferences, uh, are they better than face-to-face -face meetings in some situations? Again, like, I think the biggest conference that had happened maybe one, two years ago, I can't really remember, but it was called the 10 Times Conference, hosted by uh, Grant Cardone, who is apparently the self-proclaimed self -proclaimed, uh, real estate guru out there in America. The majority of his videos, of course, is him, you know, lavishing himself, you know, in luxury and, okay, I'm driving in a Bentley, I'm getting on my private jet, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, you know, it's just it's someone who like portrays himself with materialism to help build himself up, right? And so that was the biggest conference. I did make probably one or two friends from that, which was really cool. And one of those friends who was a leadership coach from Australia, she referred over maybe three to four different people throughout that uh, time frame. Um, one of them having a very, very good podcast uh, on my ESL podcast. Her name is Mercy. Uh, and that podcast had hit like 600 plays to this moment. I can't remember uh, what it is now because I haven't checked. But again, good normally comes from conferences. And conferences, whether it's like a Tony Robbins date with destiny or do this or do that, it's supposed to pump out a lot of material and get you going. There can be presentations, but moreover, presentations are combined with conferences in general. So whether it's Bob Proctor's conference or Jack Canfield's conference, all these leadership and development coaches, there are a number of them out there, but there's also technological, right? E3, um, I'm, oh my God, I don't know what all the other ones are, but they you know, get a booth to show, some, show off some of the technological stuff. So when we look at this, and again, face-to-face, -face, a lot of people still say, you know, I really love face-to-face, -face, you know, compared to video conferences. Well, guess what? Video conferences is now the future for at least the next year, right? By the time December rolls around. But then again, I believe that the travel industry is going to absolutely tank, and especially when virtual reality comes here. Just for the simple fact that, hey, you know what? Why do I want to waste time getting on a plane, going all the way to Zurich, Switzerland, to sit in a meeting only for one to two hours one day and another two hours the next day just to fly back home and put myself at risk of not only getting COVID, but, you know, having that COVID, you know, uh, I wouldn't say transfer, but, you know, having that COVID, you know, make its way into my home, et cetera, et cetera, when all you have to do it's just get on Zoom, put on a shirt and tie with a little bit of like with underwear on and you could just have your video conference and that meeting right there in the room. Guys, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Now, yes, I understand that there is a lot of lag and internet connections aren't that very, uh, you know, aren't very good, um, especially in Dubai. Uh, well, the UAE in general, the internet connection is really bad out there. The Philippines is horrendously bad for some reason. 
but at the same time, you know, other countries, it's pretty dang good. So anyways, you're going to have to adapt is what I'm trying to say. And again, uncertainty breeds creativity is another really profound quote because you have to get creative with what's happening. Uncertain times, COVID came. COVID came, okay, Google Meets, Google Hangout, whatever they use, all that Google stuff. Me, obviously I prefer Zoom, which I do a lot of my recordings on anyways. But it's all about the adaptability, the adaptability. So what I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna read a real quick text, okay? And then again, on my Patreon, you're going to listen to two people talking about a conference venue and complete some information on there. That's right. It's a separate audio cast along with some grammar. It has, it's, there is, there are, you guys got it. And you're going to be answering some of the questions in regards to the text that I'm going to be telling you out loud before I go into uh, the features of obviously a conference. So here we go. Without further ado, quote, Hundreds of hotels and resorts add the words conference center to their name, but only just over 300 meet the strict criteria of the International Association of Conference Centers, also known as the IACC. The IACC includes conference centers around the world in Australia, Europe, Asia, and North America. The I. A double C website provides information about conference centers with photos and links to the members' homepages. Now, pretty cool, right? I'm going to tell you guys about a castle on an island coming up soon. But if we think about it, and in your opinion, I'm going to give you six bullet points. I want you to think of the three most important features of a good, com uh, good conference center. Bullet point number one, a convenient location. Bullet point number two, comfortable accommodation. Bullet point number three, luxury food and drink. Bullet point number four, well-equipped with meeting rooms. Bullet point number five, beautiful surroundings. Be uh, bullet point number six, a relaxing atmosphere. So I'm gonna give you two examples of location, a couple of other things. Now, a convenient location. Now, back in 2016, I had to do a visa run. I accidentally canceled my own visa when I had gone to Bali for a short holiday and I didn't get something called a re-entry visa, which is another way for the government to obviously nickel and dime foreigners living here. We can all attest to that, okay? We can all agree with that. But you have to pay about $33 to leave so your visa doesn't cancel. Well, I forgot to pay mine or mine was on a previous visa that had already passed back like at the, like the end of April and it was already October. So when I came back, they said, uh-uh, you're on a 30 day now. I said, what? I started freaking out because it's almost impossible in that province by the name of Patumtani to get your visa back. You would have to get it outside because again, the rampant amount of corruption going on at that specific immigration place. So in regards to that, okay, real quick, side note, Bangkok, they do everything by the book. Other provinces, they all have different rules. Some rules and some people are absolutely egregious. They're disgusting. They're disparaging. The way they treat foreigners and the way they look down on you, especially in Patumtani, I'm so glad I don't work there anymore. Let's put it that way. Now, they were telling me to get something that was non-existent. Oh, get your degrees translated. Get this translated. Get this translated. I go to the translation place. They're like, oh, no, you can't certify. I go to my the United States Embassy. No, we can't certify this. No, we can't do this. We can't do that. I said, to hell with this. I'm going to Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia to get my visa. Set it up. 
So I sent all the information to the lawyer of the language center. He gave me all the documents and off I went to a place called G Tower, which is a conference hotel at Ampang Park out there in KLCC. So the reason why I stayed here, uh, stayed here was because the convenient location, right? Very, very close, nearby. The place looked like a mass, a monster mammoth of a place, right? Of a hotel. And it was very businessy. And of course there, I was on a business trip. I was already dressed up and walking around as a business professional. I no longer traveled like, you know, <laughs> the basic shorts and shirt, like a lot of backpackers and people who have really relaxing trips and all that good stuff do. Uh, I would dress up as a business professional, right? So again, wearing a linen shirt with slacks and, you know, some, um, some moccasins and, you know, all that good stuff. And, you know, I would get on the plane with my very nice bag and all that good stuff. And, I would go all the way to this hotel. And then, of course, when I walked into the hotel, what I loved so much about it is that it was well equipped with just about everything. Now, because it was a very businessy hotel at the time, you could not go to breakfast wearing sandals, wearing tank tops, wearing anything like that. It had to be very businessy. So again, having the different, you know, okay, print this, okay, do this, you can do this, and having all the necessary documentation pins and all that great stuff within my hotel room too. It made it very easy for me to go to the Thai embassy, which was about 15, 20 minutes walk right down the street uh, that next morning. So other things that I thought was uh, just absolutely amazing about it was the luxury food and drink. So that night I was doing a Napoleon Hill podcast. I remember it was so exciting because, you know, I was talking to one of my friends at the time who I had spoken to. And then I took the elevator to the rooftop bar at the top. Here go these guys wearing suits and everything. And, you know, I'm like, hey, I would like to sit over here, you know, margaritas and, you know, okay, some margarita pizza. And I heard these four very rich people just having a blast, having a conversation. It was amazing. Just hearing them just laugh and talk about so many different things. I'm guessing they had a very successful meeting. And me, I'm just sitting there with my laptop, writing down some things, catching up on blogs and this and that. This was at the very big, beginning stages of my entrepreneurship, right? Because this is when I started looking at myself as more of a brand rather than just a teacher existing within a language center that did not allow me to get out of my cocoon. But that food was amazing. The drinks were amazing. The relaxing atmosphere was phenomenal. It was very quiet. The lobby was spectacular. Getting all my documents and getting that visa at the very, very end was phenomenal. <sighs> now, that was the hotel. Two years later, I went back to that hotel during the World Cup. Loud music was playing all the way till 12 a.m. Uh, the service was appalling. The breakfast wasn't what it used to be. Uh, everything was very lackadaisical. I wrote a horrible response. I said, guys, it is noisy until 12 to 12.30 a.m. M, are you kidding me? And it was a really bad review that I wrote on booking.com because it's pretty pathetic, guys. Like, I'm, you know, I stayed here because obviously, yes, I was on a trip. I was, you know, getting ready to do, I, I forgot what I was doing there, to be honest. Oh, it's just, I believe it was just a one-day trip. I think it was just a one-day trip because that's when I didn't have a visa here in Thailand. So it was a one-day trip, stayed there one day, and then I shot back to Thailand. But again, that hotel in just two years fell apart. It was no longer what it used to be. So again, when we look at different things and how I 
think of, okay, what exactly do I want my hotel to have, the amenities? These are things that we're going to be talking about in the future, of course. But the conference center in general, phenomenal. They had everything I needed in terms of staplers, this, that, that, so I could have all my documents prepared to go to the Thai embassy that specific day to send all my paperwork to them and pick up my visa and my passport the next day. And so that was what is great. Now, the location, I'm going to tell you guys, just one last thing before I get into, of course, uh, what is it, a conference center in Stockholm, Sweden. Well, actually, south of Stockholm, Sweden. So here in Thailand, there's a conference center. It's called Mung Tong Taning. Now, Bangkok is absolutely massive in terms of the area, right? And without and with inadequate uh, public transportation, it makes it very difficult and you get stuck in traffic very easily. So you need to know your routes in the easiest way to commute. So it's kind of like this. Before 2018, it was difficult to go anywhere just north of, uh, north of a place called Mochi, right? But yet there is 40 miles of, what well, I'm sorry, 25 miles of city that way. So the only way you could go there is by taking a bus van and getting stuck in traffic. It's frustrating. So when we talk about this conference center, it's in one of the most heavily plagued traffic congested areas in all of Bangkok. It's in a place called Chang Watana, right? And this place is notorious for just about everything. They have the main government complex there. It's a very... It's a very ugly place to go to because those are some of the ugliest individuals that you have to deal with. Oh, believe me, the worst person I ever dealt with in my lifetime was a woman, a government officer in that place. But now, that's not the topic. The topic, and the point is, Muntong Tani is a little bit past that place. So you have to go down a road, and if you're in a car, it could take you upwards to 45 minutes to probably go about six kilometers. That's how ugly it is down there. And so this place called Mung Tong Tani, it has inadequate public transportation. Now, over the course of the last two years, they started constructing the new pink line monorail. Okay, the new yellow line. The red line has been done for a long time, but because, again, plague, corruption, like everything is in place. The trains have been running. The stations are ready. Everything is done. But because of rampant corruption, it's not going to open for maybe another two to four years. So it's been done for two years. But now there's trash all over these brand new stations. And now it looks like a complete dump because obviously the homeless people out here in Thailand and they're not doing anything to clean it up. So it's, it's, it's very, very disheartening to see that. But anyways, Mung Tong Tani, it is near a monorail station, but it's only near. You would have to travel about one to two kilometers to get to that monorail station. So at best, it's going to take you 15, 20 minutes to get there. See, this is the problem. That is a horrible location to have a convention. There needs to be a convention in the city center that has perhaps a train underneath the convention center. This is why KLCC and the convention center they have out there at the Patronus Twin Towers, if I'm not mistaken, is phenomenal. It's a phenomenal location. If you look at Singapore and all the convention halls they have out there in Singapore, phenomenal. Japan, phenomenal. A lot, the majority of these places, you guys have convention centers where there is adequate transporta uh, transportation. Get, let me give you one more thing. Near Muntong Tani is Impact Arena. It's a brand new arena, and this is where they have concerts. If you try going to a concert or try taking a taxi home at about 11 o'clock at night, the ugly taxi drivers, 
the corrupted taxi drivers are waiting right outside, not even going to turn on the meter, and they're going to charge you a base rate of anywhere between $30 to $50, which is which they should be thrown in jail for charging that much, period. Because it should be, depending on what location they go to, it should be no more than $13 by meter. But they charge a base rate. So, again, it's very difficult. I've been in that area, and I got lost one morning because it was, it was a hell of an experience trying to find you know, this specific uh, uh, immigration because immigration move, because this is a better, a bigger place. And they didn't want that many people, you know, all, you know, bundled up at the Changwatana location because COVID, right? So they make us go all the way over there. So luckily, luckily, I'm able to take uh, the train from here about one hour north. It's about 35 kilometers away, right? to a place called, it's, it's a temple. Beautiful, beautiful BTS station, just open, right? And then I could take something called a grab bike to get there. Now, again, transportation and getting there, it's no problem. And the grab bike could weave through all that ugly ass traffic and then I take the grab bike back. But now they've enabled us that we could start doing these, these ridiculous visa, visa 90 day extensions. We could do it online. So I haven't had to go back there since, I don't know, July or August or something like that. So guys, do you understand what I'm saying? Transportation is key is what I'm saying. For hotels, if you have a lot of mis uh, business rooms and conference centers, you have to have things that cater to that. Now, I know in Singapore and I know at Marina Bay Sands and other places, man, they have phenomenal convention. They have great food. At G Tower, at the very base, like you can meet people. And G Tower, it's like, you know, the people work there too. And it's all business professionals. So people have lunch at this very nice lobby area where you can sit down and, you know, have margarita pizza again. And you can get all your work done. And people are sitting down with their suits and everything. It's pretty amazing stuff. I really love it, you know. But the thing is, the tides have changed. And when they change, man, my phone sucks. I'm trying to turn off this thing. Anyways, do you guys get Well, I just hope that you guys understand what I'm saying. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to recite this thing out loud for all of you. Now, welcome to Slatone, the castle on an island. Slatone dates from 1285 and is a beautiful castle built on a small island. It is now a hotel and conference center, and the location and facilities offered make it perfect for your business needs. This is kind of like an advertisement, so let's do it. Location. Slatom is situated on an island, or the island, of Moscow. It is 40 kilometers south of Stockholm and 106 kilometers from Stockholm, Arlanda Airport. I thought, it, I thought that said Arianda, Aria, uh, Ariana, Arianda Grant. Oh, I forgot what the name is. Meeting rooms. We have meeting rooms of different sizes. We have one large meeting room suitable for 20 to 40 participants, depending on the seating arrangement. There are also six small meeting rooms for eight to 12 people. Our business center has computers for guests use, and the whole hotel has Wi-Fi. Very important. Accommodation. The castle offers comfortable, traditional accommodation. There are 40 single rooms and nine double rooms. All the rooms have a television, a refrigerator, and a bathroom with a walk-in shower. Sounds uh, pretty basic, like 1995 basic. Let's keep going. Leisure, as they say, of course, in good old England, but in American English, we say leisure. Leisure activities. 
The hotel has two lounges with log fires and views over the Baltic Sea. On the top floor, there's a fitness center and a coffee shop. The ground floor has a games room and a TV with satellite channels. I even know people still have satellite channels. There are also rubber boots and raincoats to borrow for walking in wet weather, which is great. Some hotels provide umbrellas now. Now, catering, our luxury dining room seats 75 people. We serve both traditional Scandinavian cuisine and modern European dishes made from high-quality ingredients from local suppliers. Now, if you're a hotel, okay, or if you guys believe, does that sound good for you? You know, being in a castle overlooking the Baltic Sea on an island? I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking at the picture, and I'm like, oh, my God. Again, you guys can actually look that up on Google. Slots Home, S-L-O-T-T-S Home, H-O-L-M. Check it out and see what you guys think. Now, if you're on my Patreon, join the discussion. Let me know, and you'll be able to answer some of the questions in regards to that specific reading, as well as listen to a couple of people talk about their own conference venue and some grammar. But I don't think being on a beach for a conference center, I mean, this is cool if you're AFES for Mind Valley. You know, you guys have heard of AFES or Mind Valley in general. They were very big back in 2017. Uh, but I stopped following them because they started saying a bunch of weird stuff. So I was a big, big Mind Valley follower, probably around 2016 for sure, because they were the only one on YouTube at the time, other than motivational videos that you could get some really good personal development from. Now you have audiobooks and you have everything online. Um, but they have AFES and they go to different locations, including Tallinn in Estonia and even Croatia. And it's called universe, it's university something. So it's kind of like your university, right? But you travel to different countries around the world to engage in their culture and learn so many different things hands-on. So university shouldn't be just in one location. It should be everywhere. So I love the concept behind that. But again, like if you're doing AFES and you're learning a lot of things, and you're with a bunch of whole bunch, of, you know, a bunch of heavy hitters and the personal development realm, fantastic if you want to be on a beach, but I don't think a beach is very necessary. Now, going back to the Marina Bay Sands lobby, looking around, okay, conference centers over here, you got to have food and drink everywhere, got to have your coffee, air conditioning, a lot of places to sit down, a little bit of entertainment, uh, make sure all that sound blocks out from the hotel rooms, uh, you know, above, this is why G Tower had fell miserably, because they were blasting music from the ridiculous World Cup on TV, and while they were blasting that music, I was just like, guys, you know, this is ridiculous. I'm getting no sleep right now. And regardless of how many complaints I had put into the hotel, it was still the same thing over and over and over. So that's why they got the review they did. So nonetheless, I want you guys to join the conversation. Again, join me on my Patreon badge, $20 a month right now. $20 a month, a bunch of templates, a bunch of questions. The templates are being uploaded twice a day. So make sure you follow me on my Facebook page. Make sure you follow me on my Instagram. And I got so much more coming to you very shortly. So thanks so much again for tuning in to another ESL podcast, people. Again, rate me on the Apple Store. And man, I am so grateful for all of you who have and continue to follow me to this day. I love you all. Stay tuned for more. Over and out.